0: Hello and welcome to the Rivals Podcast. It's been a while since we did one. We're back. A lot has happened and we will try our best to keep this episode under five hours. But how are you, Cambridge?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I've been pretty much every, like in, in every part of the country you can possibly imagine. Yeah. But I'm, I'm here now. I'm happy to talk about football again for once, which is nice.
0: Good, good. And yes, you are happy to talk about football. And we have so much to talk about. But predominantly, first off, League table, you're still doing pretty well.
1: We're still top. We're still top. So naturally, if if the uh, people have listened to this podcast before, I am um I'm I'm fantastic as 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 usual. Mm. Um, there's been there's been moments we've been kind of you know been in the balance, but we're still sensational. Um, you on the other hand, us on the other hand, what you on the other? I'm going to let you finish off that sentence. I'm
0: going to let you finish. Well, off. you see. I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are making out at the moment, okay? If you'd said to me, at this point of the season, we'd be fifth, we'd still be in the FA Cup, and we'd be in the Champions League knockout stages, I would say, okay, that's fine. It's only because you're top of the league that people are looking at it like this is a catastrophe. But if you look at our season alone individually, it's not awful. It should be better, but it's not awful. So, mm -hmm, we will... We will see about that one.
1: I mean, um, you're, you are you are out of the title race. You have to you have to admit well, that yeah. you're out. Yeah, we are. You're out.
0: But I never thought we'd be in it. You never thought you'd be in it.
1: <laughs> well, no, pre-season. No, no, you didn't. I'm not, no, did not, not. not going to pretend that. Yeah, that we didn't. But um, but yeah. Anyway, go on. What were we going to say?
0: Um. I don't know. I mean, you've played a few times recently since we last recorded. I don't actually know where we got to, um, but you haven't
1: lost. We haven't lost, which has become a bit of a, um, yeah, bit of a theme for us this year, which has been really nice. But, uh, oh, we haven't spoken. We haven't spoken since the derby.
0: We have. We've done one after the derby.
1: That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say, don't make me talk about that again.
1: So we've only we've only actually played one Premier League game.
0: Ah, that yeah. Oh girls, yeah. Go on then. Um,
1: what? What? That sounds so defeated.
0: <laughs> well, I remember the game, and I know what you're going to say. So go on.
1: <laughs> well, we played Man United, didn't we? We played them you Man United be. at the Emirates. First of all, what a game! Yeah. Brilliant game of football. Yeah. Fantastic. Loved it. Um, ended three two. And we were just brilliant. We were dominant. We were mm. dominant in the second half. This is this is the thing. This is, the, we, this is what defines a title-winning side. You have to admit that. A title-winning side is defined by these games. The fact that we clawed back... Because I, I was expecting a draw. I'll put my hands up right there. I'll say, against that Man United team who are in form and probably, at the moment... The third best team in the Premier League. I thought it was definitely going to be a draw. Um, so it nearly was. Out, so it nearly was. Um, and to pull out a three-two win the way we did, we were just dominant. We, it, it looked inevitable, you know, from from like the eighty-fifth minute onwards. And uh, and yeah, that's what defines title-winning teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair play. I mean, some of the goals in that game were lovely. Rashford's was lovely, Saka's was lovely. Like some of the goals were fantastic. It's
1: just a good game of football. It just makes you makes you think, you know, these are two teams that are and I hate to say it against Man United. Um, but those are two teams that are very, very good.
0: It seems it seemed to have started the trend though of every athlete that puts a finger anywhere near his head, as Rashford claiming as his celebration on Instagram. Like Djokovic did it in the US Open, Sack has done it, and everyone that sort of just points to their forehead. Rashford's like, yes, yes, let's get that on the story.
1: I don't, I don't know why. And
0: he's like, okay, yeah, sure, mate, you do. You.
1: I there's a group chat. There must be a group chat. Yeah, been.
0: maybe the the finger point.
1: The finger point people. The finger-
0: Club, that sounds horrible. No, that's moving on. swiftly on.
1: Let's call it the finger club, Dan. Let's
0: no, move on. No, moving swiftly on. Uh we played a couple of times. We've played Fulham Monday night football. That was fine. No problem. One-nil win, but we didn't really get out of second gear, to be honest. Um <laughs> then we played City. Which I think is the day that a lot of Arsenal fans discovered what it was like to be a Spurs fan for the first time and the pain we go through on a weekly basis. We went 2-0 up. Emerson Royale scored a goal in a game of football. I thought the day would never come. Oh, and yeah, then I we just it. turned to rubbish. And then I don't know what happened. I do know what happened. Loris remembered he was Lorice. Um, but yeah, it was it was a terrible, terrible, terrible second half. Four-two defeat in the end. Yes, the blow was softened because it meant City closed up on you. But losing a, t- we've come back from a two-goal d- deficit a lot this season. It was not nice being on the other foot.
1: It was, it was, it was quite funny to watch it unfold because we've had this conversation a, a couple of times. Of you know, if if one if if your loss benefits you know the other team, <coughs> would you would you prefer that instead of a win? Yeah. Um but to see you go 2-0 up and you kind of celebrate and then message me, we're still going to
0: lose. <laughs> I literally said, 2-0 up, didn't I say, we're still losing do this no,
1: game? 2-0 lose, I messaged Dan saying, thank you for the title. Yeah, you did. Thank you for the title. Because I thought, that's it. If they're losing to Spurs, a team we've dominated twice, there's no way that we can we can drop this now. Yeah. Um and then, and then you just measured it. Yeah, we're, to, we're still going to lose. Yeah, we're still going to lose, and it, and it happened. It happened. Yeah, just it's completely it. folded. But um, but yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the only other thing that's happened fixture wise is the FA Cup. We played Preston. That was easy. I'll get to some signings in a bit. But Dan Juma scored. Son scored a screamer as well. That pretty easy game to be honest. Um, you're out.
1: I think I I share the feelings of the majority of Arsenal fans. In saying this i don't care <laughs> i don't i could it must be a bit of you i couldn't care less i couldn't mm, care less okay because because and i'll tell it's it's not like if we were for example if we were sorry something's just come up on my screen and now you've disappeared mm, probably for the best apologies there we go some technical live difficulties there i apologize mm-hmm. um the position we're in doesn't come around very often. If, it, if we were Man City, if we were Man City, I would be disappointed about getting knocked out of the FA Cup. As an Arsenal fan, I'm not. Because Man City are expected to win every single thing they go into. Every single thing, they're at least one of the favourites. Because that's the culture they've built up. Arsenal, in recent years, for sure, it's been... FA Cup or bust. We haven't won anything else. FA Cup has been our little moment to shine. We've been nowhere in the Premier League, nowhere in Europe. Well, we've got to Europa and then lost finals, which I'm not going to talk about. And we haven't been in Champions League for God knows how long. So now that we're out the FA Cup, but we're we are hunting for a we're in in the lead for a Premier League title. I don't care. I don't care about the FA Cup. I, I couldn't care less.
0: There must be a bit of you, though, that no. thought it would be nice to it. Even if, you, even if you went on a fully rotated squad every week, you must have to keep going a little bit. Even if it's just to have that that knowledge in the squad of, okay, we've already beaten City. We can do it twice twice more this season in the Prem. No.
1: no, I don't care.
0: Not even for that morale boost of, we've beaten City in the Cup, we can do it in the Prem, which you need no. to do twice. Yeah.
1: Because... No? But, no? There's another thing to that as well. But it, it, it the FA Cup produces upset after upset after upset. It literally means nothing. Teams play completely differently in the FA Cup mm. than they do in the Premier League because it is a winner-take-all match.
0: This season's been a bit crap on the upset front. Yeah, We've no, this,
1: this season's been a bit of an exception.
0: They beat Newcastle, but other than that, I can't think of any massive ones.
1: But it's it's those, you know... It doesn't really matter, but on the uh, on the point of us getting a bit of a morale boost from beating City, you know, we've still got to play them twice. Yes, but hopefully, by the time we do play them twice, it won't matter if we drop two games, because we're we're five points up with a game in hand. It matters anyway. We're it 5 points out of the We're on one loss this season. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. But we're on one loss this season. If we lose twice to Man City, and that is it, we will still win the title.
0: Yeah, I know. But then that gives you one game margin. If you then lose a game that City win on any game week, they are then top of the league. That's
1: huge. That's the point. That's the point, though. Because we You'll have a... will lose one
0: eventually. And For it'll be to like a Burn, Not a Burnley, bad no, example.
1: But a <laughs> full of- Thing is, Dan, we haven't looked like we're going to lose any of those games. You will, you will. No, you're wishing yeah. that we will.
0: <laughs> speaking it into existence. You we haven't
1: looked like it. We haven't looked like it. Man City, on the other hand, have looked like they could lose those games. So, if we weren't so convincing, I might be on your side of the fence. But we're. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see. We're we'll see.
0: Anyway, the January transfer window has closed. Uh, we'll speak about yours first because. I've got quite a lot to say on us. Um you have signed Trossard, Jorginho and Ki- Kiwior? Jacob Kiwior? or someone I've never um, heard of in my life. Um happy with
1: your window? I am I'm I'm two thirds happy. Trossard, great signing. I think he was brilliant. I think he's, he's mm-hmm. been he was brilliant for Brighton. I think that that is what's gonna really hurt Brighton, lacking yeah. lacking him. But, um, I don't
0: know. They just beating Liverpool without him in the cup. Yeah, but anyone
1: can beat Liverpool. <laughs> don't stop. Anyone can beat Liverpool right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Trossard is obviously another good option to have. Georginio, I, I, someone, someone's negotiating at Chelsea is pretty damn good. Because <laughs> re- remember, this happened a couple couple years ago with William. Remember, remember a couple years ago where we were sold. Willian I don't know how much for I remember him moving
0: to you yeah I don't know the ins and outs but and he
1: was brilliant he was brilliant for Chelsea Um, and he was just on the decline and for some reason we, we snapped him up because we thought it would do the same for us. Jorginho will probably be the exact same we don't need Jorginho we don't need we bought Drossard we don't need another centre we don't need another centre mid we don't need someone like I Jorginho I don't want to disagree with you because what the
0: I'm not like saying this in a in a bad way, and I'm not begrudging it, but you have been incredibly lucky with injuries this season. You've lost Jesus, I'll admit, but has filled that very well. But in terms of a xhaka party or martinelli injury, would be massive. And you've kind of filled the Xhaka-Party gap enough to get by. Compared to La Conga, who it probably would have been, Jorginho well, is far and away better.
1: Do you actually think Arteta's done that then? Is that why Arteta's signed those people, just as backups? just in case.
0: But he's not going to start Jorginho over Jacques Aparcia or Odegaard, and where else would he play? No. It must be either for Europa League or if Jacques or Apartheid get injured, and both of them are massive to your team. You've just yeah, been no. very lucky with injuries.
1: You might be right, but that's, again, that's that's been part of our, our climb, really. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Good um, stuff. I want to hear about your transfer window because you're. I don't know if you're happy. I don't know if you're sad. I don't know. I don't know what's going on.
0: I mean, right? We've signed. We've signed a few. We've signed Dan Juma, who was here. We goed to Everton, um, and then we decided. Actually, no, we have him. Um, and we stole that. Literally, they say a player isn't signed until he's holding the shirt and he's done the media interviews. He'd done that. With Everton, he was in the Everton shirt. He was saying, I'm happy to be here at Everton, up the toffees, blah, 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 blah. He'd done all that. And then we went, you know what? We'd quite like him. And he's come to Spurs. And to be honest, I'm really happy with that signing. He was obviously at Bournemouth. He was at Villarreal. And he's played for the Netherlands national team. And everywhere he's gone, he's upped his level to that level. So I'm hoping he does that for Spurs. Um, And he scored on his debut. So I can't complain too much, I really like Dan Juma to be honest, I'm very happy with that one but we will see, we will see um, and the big one of course is Pedro Porro, With we, we were, then we weren't, then we were and we had this horrible, horrible news on Sunday morning, I can't remember what morning it was Monday morning maybe um, where the deal was off, David Ornstein had said, nope, deal's off, not happening and every Spurs fan just went Oh, for goodness sake. Um, and then we got the news that Daniel Levy had taken over um, negotiations and stuff. And I think he might have used the tactic that he used when we signed Son in the sense that he refused to leave until we signed Son. So I'm guessing he's done that with Poro, and he's met with Sporting and gone, I'm not leaving until he's a Spurs player. So, I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah, I mean, it is it is one way to do it. but. I, I, I don't know. I mean, he is a fantastic right wing back. He's massive for us. Fantastic signing. But is two signings enough?
1: Is is that um, Emerson's, Emerson Royale's position by any chance? Or is he left wing back?
0: It is Emerson Royale's position, yes. Which leads me nicely onto my next point. We were letting Matt Doherty leave on loan. Atletico Madrid Why we were doing that I don't know Because stop laughing Because Doherty can cover both wings Much better than Royale can cover one So I don't get that anyway we had too many players out on loan So the club have just gone Alright we'll terminate your contract Go to Madrid on a six month contract One What the hell I love Matt Doherty What are you doing Tottenham Two Wrong wing back That you've got rid of Three It is so clearly An administrative error that we've allowed it to get to this point. And he had 18 months on his contract. We could have got a decent fee for him. Not a great one, but a decent fee. We've clearly realised last minute, panicked and gone, Ugh. go,
1: what What are you doing?
0: You're supposed to be a top elite football club. That is a well, disgusting I wouldn't, I wouldn't moment say, for you.
1: I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say top elite club. I'd say uh, maybe, a, maybe a, a, a club. Yeah, funny. A, We're yeah. meant to be. No, it's, yeah. I mean, it's frustrating. I, I, uh, if I had to guess, I think, I don't know. I wouldn't even say that Conte's tried to get rid of Emerson Royale because he keeps bloody playing him.
0: Well, I think Royale said no, um, to to be fair. The the, the stories kind of were that it might have been an option, but Royale said, no, no, I'm good. I'm not going. Oh. So uh, maybe that was why. Whereas Doherty was more inclined to, to go. I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: I mean, for some reason, Do- Doherty is, is having to work much harder than Emerson Rail to get into that starting He later. really is. Um, so I don't really blame him. But um, but yeah, it's frustrating for you because he's he's all right. He's not bad.
0: No, he's not at all. Um, and we've also loaned out Brian Gill. Now, I don't know if, if you know quite how this worked, but we've loaned Brian Gill to Seville, where we bought Brian Gill from. When we bought Brian Gill from Seville, we gave them... I can't remember how much it was. We'll say 20 million. It was like 21, 27, something like that. We gave them 25 million pounds, whatever, and Eric Lamella for Brian Gill. So we've now given them 25 million pounds, Eric Lamella, and Brian Gill, and got nothing in return. How have we done that?
1: What a good what a disaster. It's a fantastic deal. It is What's a It's the fantastic. most Daniel Levy
0: move I've ever heard in history. What are we doing?
1: I'm, I'm, doing? I, I would sympathise. I would sympathise with you, but you're a Spurs fan, so you've
0: literally signed a player, replaced him with a player and money, and then given them the
1: player back.
0: <laughs> oh, what, what have we done that for? I don't think people are realising quite how comical that is. It is Is
1: it is quite good. It is quite. It is quite funny. It's, it's quite narrative it's, like, it's like buying a. It's like buying a beer. It's like buying a beer and some peanuts at the pub, and then taking the beer back, but not asking for any money back. It's it's exactly what it is.
0: Oh, it makes no sense.
1: It's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal move. Phenomenal um, move.
0: We've also signed some youth striker from Chelsea who looks quite good as well. Um, the main thing, the one positive is that we've loaned out Jed Spence, who will finally get some minutes. He had offers from Prem Clubs. He had offers all over the shop. He chose to go to Wren because they have an injury, which means he will play most games. Thank God. Because, honestly, if, if he is... He would have been fourth out of four should Doherty not have left. He still would have been third yeah. out of third in our right back order. Yeah. And he needs minutes. He's young. He's a very good player, so
1: Well, yeah. you've been you've been absolutely you've been loving him for the past I don't know how many months we've been doing this, but it's been yeah, you haven't shut, shut up about him. So hopefully we might be able to, might be able to prove you right now. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I know he wasn't a Conte signing, and I, I know the club signed him, and Conte didn't really want him, but he got stuck with him anyway. But <laughs> he sat on the bench watching Emerson Royale week on week, and I will be the first to admit, Royal has had two very good games against Fulham and Man City. Yes, but <laughs> Spencer deserved a chance before this to prove himself, and I, I do not get why it's taken him quite so long. But, but we move you know, turns the windows over. I think we've probably come out of it better than we went into it. Just.
1: Eh, yeah, no. I, I'd, I'd say the same about us. I mean, obviously. Trossard, I think, is going to be a big signing for us. Jorginho, probably not. Um, and then I can't remember the other guy's name. But, um, but yeah.
0: <clears throat> no idea. Um, we also had two 24-hour periods since we last spoke, which were mental in terms of the Spurs fans mental health at this point um we had a 24-hour period where Conte was definitely leaving at the end of the season 100 percent news are being confirmed Conte's leaving for then 12 hours later it to be Conte's not leaving that's just what I think will happen and it's like for goodness sake you've given us all a heart attack for no reason and then we had exactly the same situation with Harry Kane with Kane wants to leave Kane's going to go United Kane wants to stay at Tottenham and wants to renew. Stop
1: toying with us, man. It's horrible. It's It's, um, horrible. He's in absolute disarray and it's fantastic.
0: We're not a well-run football club and our director of football is just about to be in prison for money laundering or whatever he did at Juventus. It's a des- it is an absolute disaster.
1: It's fantastic. I don't know what you're on.
0: It's about. not fantastic at all. It's really unideal. And we left the Poro deal to the last 10 minutes of the window to announce it to get, just give us all that extra little heart attack that we needed.
1: Well, yeah, they're giving you they're not giving you any action on the pitch, so they might as well give you some action off it.
0: That's yeah, what. how considerate of them. I mean, we've played 4-2 against City. That's that's action just all not very good. I we had the news today as well, which was a bit of a shock actually, um, that Conte had like some severe abdominal pain recently, um, and he'd had some medical diagnosis that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce, but basically he needed his gallbladder removed, um, and he's got like a period of recuperation on the sidelines and stuff, so hopefully he's all good, because um, obviously that's not ideal no matter who you support, to yeah. see uh, someone so going no, through that.
1: No jumping up and down then on the side.
0: I think life. he was in quite a lot of pain, yeah. but... Uh,
1: all right, well, yeah, uh, get, get better soon. Um, yeah. but don't I don't get, know if he'll be on the
0: touchline for City, probably get, not.
1: Yeah, don't get better too quickly. But uh, um,
0: Stellini ball, here we go. go. Um, Joe Linton got arrested for drink driving um, recently and got fined...
1: Sorry, I didn't know that. That was just a random fact that you threw it in. <laughs> no, I
0: just remembered it. Um, oh. There's not it's not the end of the sentence I do keep going um and got fined significantly less than you got fined for protesting about a penalty appeal seems a kind of a bit priorities maybe are in yeah, the wrong maybe. place there fa you know
1: I... probably sending the wrong message there
0: yeah it's like yeah don't appeal for a penalty but it's cheaper to drink drive so yeah you know, I mean, do if that. you want like, to drink
1: drive, it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do that, it's cheaper. But if don't appeal the penalties, because we'll. No.
0: <laughs> I mean, you have come under a lot of fire from the FA for a lot of fines recently. Um, I don't think Arteta helps himself by being a nut job on the sidelines. Um, he's getting on everyone's nerves. He's
1: passionate. He's there's
0: passion, passionate. and there's what he does. He complains about everything he's like passionate. his life depends on it.
1: He's passionate.
0: Just move on. Move on. He's getting a reputation that he's not going to want soon.
1: He's passionate. He's winning games. He's winning games for us. I don't think anyone cares about what he's doing on the sideline. As long as he's, as long as he's winning games for us, fine. So yeah, You're not going to win games for long.
0: <laughs> That's what you think. You're going to crumble.
1: You're going to crumble. Well, speaking of upcoming games, I mean, we've got Everton next. We're not going to crumble against Everton, are we?
0: Oh, I don't know. 4-4-2 Brexit ball. Sean Dyche is back. New manager bounce. Goodison fans will be going pretty mental. You, you, that's a tough game.
1: It's not a tough game. Is it, it is. It's Where was
0: the one... When Burnley are in the Prem, what was the away day that you dreaded the most every season? If you don't say Burnley away, you're lying. And that's because of just the vile football they played and the fact it's 4-4-2, 11 behind the ball and they would always score a jammy goal. That's what you're going to come up with and new manager mount, and the whole of Goodison Park being on his side.
1: No, we're fine. We'll be fine. We're Although, class this year. Have you seen us play football? We are absolute class.
0: Nah, pretty average. Um, before we do move on, though, Everton have obviously got, got rid of Frank Lampard, brought Sean Dyche in, and not given him a single signing in the January transfer window.
1: I do not know a
0: miracle worker.
1: Yeah, I don't know what miracle they want him to perform there. I, I yeah. I, I'm not really sure. And then and the
0: owners yet- wonder why they're hated.
1: Yeah, unless Sean Dyke has just said, look, give me... I, well, no no manager would do that. Why would you even do that? Why would mm-hmm. you come in? Why would any manager come in and not want new
0: players? He must have been promised signings or like told we'll explore the market.
1: Uh, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe Maybe they're like, right, see what you can do with these boys and then next transfer window, we got you. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, but if they go down... Like they're they're buggered in the next transfer window. They've got a new stadium being built. For goodness' yeah. sake, they can't open that in the Championship. You can't have Preston visiting when you open it. You want it to be like Everton United. In Maybe the first you can.
1: Game. Maybe you can. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I think I think they'll stay up. I think they'll stay up. I don't mm. think. They'll... Who's going down then? Oh, let's have a look at the bottom of the table. We haven't visited the bottom of the table in a while, have we? Or well, at least I haven't. You might have had a look down there. See where you're going.
0: We're fifth. We're not
1: Chelsea or Liverpool. Um, Okay, Everton are currently 19th at the time recording this podcast. Southampton are definitely going down. They are the worst team in the Premier League by a country mile this season. Mm -hmm. Um, You'd probably hate me for this, but I'd probably say Bournemouth as well.
0: I mean, I disagree, but I'll explain why
1: soon. And... My girlfriend will hate me for this, but I think Leeds are going to go down.
0: Oh well, enjoy single life.
1: Well, they're fifteenth at the moment. Fifteenth. They're fifteenth at the moment, they but they're the game, only, game in hand, though. The fifteenth game in hand, and but they are only three points off the bottom, and we are just over halfway uh, of the, of the season. So no, the <sighs> Wolves seem to be one of those teams that can just squeak by. I think it'll be between Leeds and Wolves. Hmm. But I think Southampton and Bournemouth are definitely going down.
0: Okay. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Bournemouth because there was something I wanted to mention. I was at the Bournemouth Forest game when Forest came to Bournemouth. And the way that the position that I'm sat in, in terms of every home game, typing away on my laptop, I've got the perfect view of whoever's attacking down the right, which means I had a fantastic view of Serge Aurier, playing for Nottingham Forest. Obviously, experts love to give a penalty away. Um, but anyway, he was so much better going forwards than Royale has ever been. And I was honestly sat there thinking, <laughs> how have we got this so... We found the only right-back in the football world worse than Serge Aurier. We found him.
1: you found I him. Don't,
0: I you don't get it. And then I was like, ah, oh, it's all right. It'll be fine. they swap sides in the second half. I'll just have to watch the left. Jordan Zamora of Bournemouth is so far clear of Ryan Sessegnon when it comes to going forwards and defending, it was almost, it hurt to watch because Sessegnon this season has been abysmal and Zamora had a fantastic game and it's I'm not even doing anything to do with Tottenham when I'm at Bournemouth and it still depressed me I don't understand how our recruitment is quite so bad I really don't
1: what what would you do then? What would you, if so? Say say you get the call tomorrow, Dan. Say say Tottenham listen to this podcast, and they go right. Go on then. If you if you think you're so great, what would you? What we'll give you the job. Don't say it like that. What would you do? What First, job do then, I have? You're the head of recruitment. Ah oh, well. For Spurs,
0: I mean, a goalkeeper's a priority in January. I would have said, but we didn't get one, so we move on. Um, in terms of the left wing, I'm not actually that bothered about that because the january window is now closed we get udegi udegi however you say his name i still don't know in the summer who we bought and then loaned straight back to Udinese. him and perisic is a combination happy with that on the right we need someone to replace royale to sort of be the understudy to pedro porro obviously i would have ched spence but i don't know if conte will um i mean we need a whole new defense other than romero like dyer i love eric dyer but he's not at the level if we want to Try and win a trophy. Neither is Ben Davis, who I really like, uh, and we're going to lose longley anyway because he's only on loan. So we do need two defenders. Midfield, I'm fine with Bentango, Hoyberg, Basuma, Skip, Sar. Between them, can can work fine. And then a front line of Kane, Kulisewski, Son, maybe Danjuma. I'd probably buy him depending on how he does. And then Brian Gill. It's hard to tell. But the problem is the wing backs in Conte's system. The wing backs are the most important people on the team. We fixed one with... Pe- what on earth was that? Oh. We fixed one with Pedro Poro, but the left still isn't good enough.
1: Fair. Fair enough. And Fair it's enough. really frustrating. I, I, do you see Emerson Royale being, being cut or being sold or involved in some sort of deal with another club at the end of the year? Do you think... Because I think Conte it, likes him too much. I don't know and why. Can defend. He can defend, but he can't attack. So he, he's
0: not a wing back. He's, like, he's, wing back. he's yeah. suited to a right back role. He's not a wing back.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. For, on um, a rare occasion, I agree with you, Dan.
0: I don't, I don't know. Um, but in terms of Bournemouth, you mentioned Bournemouth and you said they're going down. I don't know. Because they were taken over recently, obviously, and Bill Foley said, we're not going down. And he said, we'll spend, there's no budget in January, we will spend blah, 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 blah. And to be fair to him, he's put his money where his mouth is. And he has made several very good signings um, that instantly improved that starting 11. About four or five positions in that starting 11 have been improved in January. Which when you look at Wolves haven't massively strengthened, Everton haven't really well haven't strengthened at all. West Ham haven't massively strengthened. Is Gary O'Neill the man? I don't know. But the players will make a massive difference. Would you say no?
1: No, no, he's not. No, he's not. I mean, he is he 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 is hanging by a thread. Yeah, well I think think he just about hung on to his job with a with a one-one draw.
0: To be yeah. fair, Bournemouth should have won that game. They they could have been four nil up at halftime. They should have been two nil up because Keith Moore missed a sitter. Um, so he was unlucky there. But he's improving. I think.
1: I don't know. I, they're just they're just not. Then he's not the manager. I've said it before. He's not the manager to bring in the names that they need.
0: No, you don't. Do you look at like Ten Hag at United and he brings a name? you look even Lopetegi at fellow relegation you know wolves he will bring a name <laughs> Gary O'Neill doesn't really let's be real because because he it's not his fault necessarily he just hasn't managed before so he doesn't have relationships with players as such but
1: um who's he going to call who's going to who's going to call oh, when he wants, sorry
0: um christ <laughs>
1: All right, let's just end it there. Let's just end the podcast there, shall we? <laughs> oh, That's cool. from me, um,
0: yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, let's talk about Chelsea anyway. They spent a little bit of money.
1: Uh, only a little,
0: just a tad, a couple of pounds.
1: <laughs> saw a very funny video the other day. It's it's going around. It's been a bit of a viral video, but it's uh, it's like a cartoon of where their owners getting all his information and signing things from, and it's all like it's all from it's all from um. Fabio for for Britzo or something he's just Fabrizio hijacking. Romano. he's yeah. just going around hijacking deals from from everyone
0: it, it did, at one point it. it did seem like that's what he was doing though he was getting all the other clubs to do the scouting and going 10 million more come here
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and it's like
1: well, I don't, it, it, it's like he's playing football manager it's it's it, pointless
0: it's pointless. this is a man that a few months ago suggested Chelsea play in a 443 Formation to Thomas Tuchel. He's a man that put 12 men on the football pitch.
1: Uh,
0: they're going to come a cropper. The amount of players they have. They can only put three of them in their Champions League squad and they've signed like eight. Yep. I no, don't know. Chelsea done. fans are saying this is fantastic. Surely it's not. No, it's not. It's good, but it's going to ha- well, hit it's, problems.
1: It's good for it's good for us. It's good for me. I hate Chelsea. Hmm. But, um, But yeah, I mean... I don't know. That club is in such disarray as well, which it, we can only do us good. So I'm, I'm really not sympathetic. I would be sympathetic if we were in a similar position, but we're not. So
0: I mean, Graham Potter will, uh, will find his feet. I mean, inevitably he will. But I don't know. Will he do it? The, the, the squad he's now got, he, he kind of needs to be in the title fight next season to justify his position. Like, even if he's just in the top four fight, is that enough with the money that's been spent? They spent more in this window than, like, the whole of La Liga and Bundesliga, I think. Just Chelsea.
1: I mean... Possibly. Possibly. I I, I wouldn't say he has to be in a title fight, just because he is fairly unexperienced as a, as a Premier League manager.
0: I know, but look at the, the money and the names. Also, if Chelsea don't get Champions League this season... I think they're in a bit of a pickle with financial fair play. Um, I think Champions League this season they don't get that. They're they're pretty buggered. I was reading a thing about, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, no, I, well, they're not. They're definitely not getting Champions League.
0: Surely,
1: no. well,
0: it's not impossible. It's not impossible. When you look at the table, it's actually very close.
1: I mean, they're ten points down on Man United,
0: but they're ten points, but. Like they always beat us, so that's three. If they then beat United, that's another three.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Man United are in decent form. I, I have, I keep second, second looking at Newcastle. I don't know how they're still up there.
0: Defense. But, uh, yeah. I, was, I was talking to the person I live with that I've mentioned many times before. He's a Newcastle fan. We were talking about like a, a Newcastle Spurs combined eleven. We kind of just said. At the back, it's Newcastle. At the front, it's Spurs. In the middle, it's a bit of both. Yeah. But like, we put Romero in in the back line. Everyone else was Newcastle. Yeah. The front three are Spurs, and then the midfield. You could make cases for both, but it is their defense is so good, so it's, good, it's
1: so solid. this year, it's been brilliant. So yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, it'll be difficult. It'll be difficult for sure. They're on
0: their way to Wembley now. They are. How is that? They are indeed. I was mentioned, one. if you lived anywhere within a 100-mile radius of Bournemouth, you would have heard Toby last night celebrating <laughs> that they beat Southampton at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: But, you know, fair fair play, fair play. Um, a massive conversation topic this transfer window was Harry Kane. Will he stay at Spurs? Will he not stay at Spurs? What do you think? He's. I know you don't like Harry Kane, but he is one of the best strikers in the world, whether you like it or not.
1: He's not going anywhere else now.
0: You don't think he? You don't think he was tempted by a United offer if United paid a hundred mil in the summer
1: at all? Really? No, not at all. And I'll tell you what. It because his his time to move was before the Euros. Before the Euros, yeah, a couple couple years ago, when he because that was the time. That was the time for him to move because he had a whole had a whole summer then. He'd just been his price was high. He, he was he was per, in perfect form. His price is just as high now as it would have been then. No, but he's shit now, Dan. But he's, he's sh- not though, is he? And he's shits now. He was he was decent. I was I was happy to give him a little bit of credit when he was the 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 best scorer in the league, the best goal scorer in the league, and had the most assists. I was happy to give him a bit of credit then. I'm not happy to give him credit now. That's you uncharted
0: should. territory, getting Playmaker and Golden Boot in the That is season. completely
1: uncharted territory. You so, it? yes, absolutely. He's absolutely.
0: having a fantastic season. Like His level of football is
1: significantly above Haaland's. Get out his arse. <laughs> Get out. He's look running. at his goal stats. Look at his goal stats. <laughs> look, at,
0: look at before you just... Ramble with nonsense crap. Look at his stats this season and then tell me he's having a bad season. He's not. But just because Haaland's scoring goals, he looks better. Harry Kane is a better footballer than Erling Haaland in terms of footballing all-round game ability. Miles better. Haaland's just in it If was in that city, city team, he gets as many as Haaland, if not more. Haaland in that Spurs team gets nowhere near Kane's numbers. And Kane's numbers will only shoot up. Now we've got Poro, who can actually cross a ball.
1: He's rubbish. He's rub- I, 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 I'm not going to change It's impossible to have this argument not, with you. I'm not going to change my mind. He's rubbish. He's but rubbish. He's not. He is. That was, hang on, where is, where is it?
0: I showed you the mug that my mates got me for my birthday. Where's the one that says, I support Tottenham Hotspur. What's your disability? There it is. Cheers, <laughs> friends, for that. But I can't find the other thing. Beautiful mug. Oh, there it is.
1: There
0: we go. There we go. There's, there's the other thing that they got me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that actually freaked me out a little bit. Then Harry yeah. okay.
0: Do I now do the rest of the podcast with this on?
1: Yeah, sure. Then I can insult Harry Kane to his face. That'd be good.
0: <laughs> I can't. Oh, no one can see me. It's a Harry Kane mask.
1: Uh, yeah, for the listeners. Yeah, for the listeners, it's Harry Kane mask. Um, so I will tell Harry Kane to his face that he's he's shite. He's shite.
0: It's like a dual personality thing. Now you got sort of me, and then when I look down,
1: yeah. <laughs> I I. I it... I'll be completely honest, I don't watch Tottenham as often as I watch Arsenal, obviously. Funny that. <laughs> Funny that. But, when I turn on the TV and I happen to watch a Spurs game, he's never impressed me. Ever. He's never, ever done anything where I've been like, oh, okay. But his numbers... You, you can't
0: it. say that when his numbers are then what they are. Like, he came <laughs> into the Prem and he was like, yeah, phenomenal. One season, one day, he'll be great, he'll then fade off slightly. He's... Been the best striker in the Premier League for a, a good six, seven years now, with no one even nearly challenging him. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't mm, say, exactly. I wouldn't say the best.
0: Who is? Who's I'd been say, better?
1: I'd say he's been in contention.
0: Who's been better?
1: <laughs> From when?
0: <laughs> Between 2016 17. No. When did he come? Between twenty fifteen and now. Who's been better?
1: Off the top of my head. See, I don't know all the stats. I don't know all the stats. And I know you love your stats. You love looking at a piece of paper. I wouldn't
0: look at stats if I were you, because he's miles ahead of anyone.
1: Determining. Aguero's probably up there. Um Aguero's probably the name that comes to mind first. Him and Aguero.
0: So one player that's even got close to him, and now
1: and now Haaland,
0: You can't say Haaland.
1: I can but, say Haaland.
0: Not, not yet. You can't. I can't. Can yet you can't. I've said it. No, I've said well, it. You, okay, you can physically say it. No,
1: but but I've said it. Now. You can't. You can't disagree with it now. But justify it. Is, it yeah, but it is Haaland because you like to look at a bit of paper, and currently Haaland is beating Harry Kane on a bit of paper,
0: as he would in the Man City team.
1: Well, you can't say that. You can't. You can't say that.
0: Kane's That's, a better footballer than Haaland, unquestionably.
1: I'm not getting into this again, Dan. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not beginning.
0: But think it's of the, the chances Haaland's fed every game. Like he's spoon-fed chances. Kane yeah, gets a spoon chucked roughly in his direction, and he's got to find it and eat it himself.
1: But it's the oh, positioning. It's the positioning. Because I guarantee me and you aren't scoring Haaland's goals.
0: Oh, nah, I'd bat myself. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. And yes, it is the it is the positioning. But if Harlan's in that Spurs team, he is fumbling. I mean, I'd take him if he wanted. If he wants to try and yeah, prove yeah, me wrong, would
1: turn him down. If, if he wants to, me.
0: if he wants to prove me wrong, if you're listening, Erling, yeah. you know,
1: Erling, if you want to go Spurs and ruin your career, go for it. Because we'd all love Across to cross to
0: the better side of North London, and. Uh, and feel free.
1: The worst part of London, <laughs> you oh. mean? Literally the worst part of London. Joe, you know I was
0: talking about this actually. It's an interesting topic the other day. In terms of derbies in the Premier League, mm. I would say the North London Derby is the derby with the most hatred and tension still.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: there's argue people are trying to argue the Manchester Derby, the Merseyside Derby. No. Maybe South uh, Newcastle Sunderland comes close, but that hasn't been done for a while, so it's hard to tell. But like the Manchester derby, they all they all hug each other afterwards. Even the Merseyside derby, like it's not that tense anymore. No. The North London derby, Charleston and Ramsdale nearly scrapped afterwards. Yeah, there's no love there. Yeah, there's no love. There's it's no The act. best derby in the Prem by a mile.
1: Absolutely. There's no. There's nothing that even comes close. And I, I'll tell you for why. It's because we have been at a similar level. Majority like the majority of the past decade, at least.
0: Yeah. The last,
1: last couple of decades, we've been there. Yeah, against pitted against each other year in year out. Man City have only really been a football club since 2011. Yeah, maybe maybe even later. Well,
0: I mean, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they've only really been around as a legitimate football club in the last in the last ten years.
0: There was a line, I think it was Guy Mowbray, and I did mention it at the time on Match of the Day when the camera panned to Ferguson in the crowd, and he said. So Alex Ferguson was asked if Man City would ever head into a derby as favourites. He said, not in my lifetime. Now it's every time. One, fantastic bit of commentary. Two, very true. But, you know, Spurs and Arsenal have always been there or thereabouts. You were always better than us in terms of early 2000s, 90s. You were always better than us. We've then caught back up and you've kind of gone, hang on, what's going on
1: here? The derbies over the last couple, the last at least seven or eight seasons have been brilliant mm.
0: yeah they've been,
1: brilliant. they've been fantastic they've been for me they've been the highlight of the year
0: well depends on the result on that one
1: well yeah when we've when we've won them obviously yeah. but but yeah it's just yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely it is it's, it's a thing like um what am i trying to what i know what i'm trying to say i just can't think how to word it Oh. You will very rarely see a player move from Arsenal to Spurs, Spurs to Arsenal. I can only think of Adi Bayor and Sol Campbell, but let's not get into him. Um, although I will in a minute, actually. Um, but like the Arsenal-Chelsea and that, the players are moving all the time. You can make a full 11 now, Jorginho's moved. But it, players get the rivalry with Arsenal and Spurs. And they it's, it's nice. I like it. I like the fact that, you know, Son in interviews will not really want to mention the name Arsenal. And pains Me to say, it. I like the fact Martinelli like put the Arsenal scarf on our little spider camera at our stadium, being like, We've won the derby, look at this. It's what I want to see. I don't want to be like, Oh, fair play, let's have a hug, great game, guys.
1: No, absolutely, I agree.
0: Not in the derby. Um, on Sol Campbell, he's a bit of an idiot, not only for, for what he did in general, but also to for the day before uh third round FA Cup tie, he's like, Come on, Spurs fans, give me a clean slate, you know, stop being horrible to me, blah blah blah. What I did was in the past. To give an interview like that the day before 6,000 Spurs fans go away to Preston on BBC One when they're going to abuse you after saying that is just stupid. Like, I can't condemn what's being said because, yeah, you can't wish death on anyone. It's horrible. But to ask them to stop the day before 6,000 fans go on BBC One away in an FA Cup tie is just a bit dumb.
1: Yeah, don't do that.
0: Not great. Not great. Not great. Um, Score prediction against Everton?
1: Um, comfortable
0: 2-0 I can't see that I can't see that I think you're massively underestimating how hard this game will be
1: comfortable win 2-0 no yep
0: no yep it's not Frank Lampard's Everton it's Sean Dyche's Everton now. it
1: still is Frank Lampard's Everton Sean Dyke hasn't sprinkled his little bit of magic on it yet Um, they're going
0: to show up 4-4-2 low block impossible to break down and then they will try and get a jammy uh, goal.
1: They haven't played us, um, but it's okay because you're gonna be um, you're gonna beat Man City, so it's fine. <laughs> I
0: said um, when we nearly played when we were about to play Man City a few weeks ago, I was like, I genuinely don't know if I want to win this game. When we conceded those goals, I was fuming and I was so upset. And I was like, yeah, I did want to win that game realistically. So yes, the blow is softened if we lose it by the fact they've covered up to you, but we have to focus on our own season. We have to win this game. We were, and it's a, you have to, it's a must win for you. It's a horrible game. It's a horrible, I wouldn't say it's a must win because of the fact it's City. The must wins are the likes of Brighton and Bournemouth when they come to the stadium city if you lose and you play well you can be like fair enough but we, we we can't really like with Poro coming in as well hopefully he can get off to the right start against city maybe danjuma off the bench can do well like we have every chance of winning it we really do it's the first game this season that I think we can actually play our strongest 11 in terms of we don't have any crippling injuries except Romero that's gone skiing for some reason but I don't really know why um, we have a chance. We have a chance. Who do you want to win it?
1: Obviously you. Obviously you. You're you're not a threat anymore. So it's 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 quite easy to pick a, a pick a favourite out of the two. But does that not hurt a bit though?
0: Having to root for us to win a game of football? Not,
1: not particularly because it means we win. <laughs> so it means we win a Premier League title, which is what this is all about.
0: Yeah. Well. And
1: then I will officially have the last laugh.
0: You might not. You might not. If you well, do, if you don't, it's a shambles.
1: I don't agree with. It. I don't agree with that.
0: But you're talking like you've won it.
1: No, I'm um, no. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm more confident after every win. He's put the
0: treadmill in reverse now.
1: I have. I have. <laughs> um, no, what I will say is we are literally just crossing halfway of the season, so there is yeah. many more mistakes many more chances to make mistakes to come. Yeah. Um, and of um, course, Man City could not lose a game for the rest of the season. So, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, City... Uh, not City. In terms of injuries, you are... You know, if Saka gets injured, yeah. you, you're buggered. You are buggered. You know, I've said many times I really like Makaya Saka as a footballer. I've said many times I really like Martin Odegaard as a footballer. I don't mind admitting that. But if either of those get injured... They're irreplaceable in your team. They really are. It's like when Kudisevsky or Benzinko were gone for us. We were lost. And you've been so lucky, but surely the wheels come off in terms of one of them surely gets injured eventually.
1: We've been waiting for this all year. Like if you rewind back the podcast that we've done, I've I've constantly said, I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off. I'm waiting for the dip. Because for with Arsenal, there is always a dip. Then we, we, are waiting. Never, we are never this perfect. So for us to be on this path and for us to be still here, yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. It is nerve wracking, but we'll see.
0: You could win the prem and Europa League.
1: Stop, Dan. Don't put don't put dreams in our heads.
0: At, at this point, if it was Spurs in your position and we didn't win the Premier League. I think it'd be it would be a disaster the position you're in right it's now.
1: It's not it's not a disaster. I think I don't think it's a disaster if we win if we would lose. Would
0: you say you're the best team in the country right now?
1: Yes, because I'm an Arsenal fan.
0: So right. it would be a disaster then. It would be an upset if you didn't win the league.
1: Yeah, I, yeah probably. I would say it'd be an.
0: At this point of the season, anyway.
1: I don't know if it's an upset. I don't think it's at that point yet. If we're if we're ten up with 10 games to go and then we lose, yeah, that's an upset.
0: But you, you, I mean it can happen. You need to look at top 4 last season. Like that was yours and then suddenly it wasn't.
1: And then we lost it. So, so it's, it's very very possible that we butcher it at the final hurdle. Very possible because we're If off.
0: City beat you twice, it's interesting
1: yeah if City beat us twice then it gets very very interesting but, yeah. uh, but that game yeah I will be shitting bricks so will
0: I but I want City to win that pretty comfortably although quickly Cancelo to Bayern
1: what the hell yeah no. <laughs> and he is not happy about it either he is really not happy I about
0: don't it. get it like I know Rico Lewis has come in and played
1: well but what he made a he um Pep made a very interesting uh quite I think it was Rio Ferdinand who interviewed him, it might have been today or or the day before. Um but Rio was basically questioning him like why why have you made like he's Cancelo is like a regular starter, like he's he's one of the best fullbacks in the Premier League, if yeah. not if not the best. Yeah. So to get rid of him now, in the midst of a title battle, is very questionable. But obviously, Pep, being a genius, basically said to Rio, "Look, you you cannot win the the league, you know, that many times without changing out." No, you can't. But then, so it, do it now is very questionable. Do it is, now. I
0: I don't get it. It is like saying, you know, Kane, you've done so well for so many years. You're obviously going to drop at some point. Go off on loan. We'll start a Charleston.
1: Like what? Yeah. In the midst of a title battle as well. Yeah,
0: it makes no sense.
1: It I am. But battled. either, either it, that is a managerial masterclass, and he has noticed something in in Cancelo where he is like, right, he is going to drop off a cliff the next game, so let's get someone in there and get him off.
0: There, there were rumors, weren't there, about like um, as he falling out with Pep because he's unhappy with game time and everything. I mean, if he's unhappy with his game time, I think he just needs to look at himself. There's players at that club with a lot less game time than him that start at most teams in the Prem. So, come on, like, it's not... When Pep needs someone, he would have called on you. Yep. And now he can't.
1: Absolutely. But, again, benefits us. That's one less really good player that we have to worry about.
0: No, that is very true. That is very true. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really confused by it. Um... Deadline day, I'm trying to think. Ziek tried to force a move to PSG. Chelsea sent them on documents three times. I think the first one was just wrong. The second one they didn't sign and the third one was too late or something. So Ziek is now staying at Chelsea and
1: isn't too happy about it.
0: Oh, man.
1: Can you imagine? But he's not going to play. No, he's not going to play. And it's it's such a shame. Such a shame. And to think we almost got him to... Would you take him?
0: Not that he was ever linked with you this January.
1: Not now. Would you him? not? Probably not, no.
0: Not even if, like, one of the front three got injured?
1: Uh, actually, no. No, of course I'd take him. What am I on about? Of course I'd take him.
0: Yeah. Who's back up to Saka or Martinelli now? Good question. <laughs> I mean, that, that says it all. <laughs> <Good question. laughs> like, you need someone.
1: Good question. But, uh, yeah... It is, yeah. That's that is a very good question. Um, Thank you. But yeah, no, I I would take Ziyech, hundred percent, hundred percent. And he, and you know, he we were very close to getting him the first time. When was that? A couple of years ago, um, before I think before he signed with Chelsea, because he's a he's an, a bit of an Arsenal fan, and he he made clear that, and he was in the media going, yeah, I've I would love to move to Arsenal. Is he? It's a brilliant club. Yeah. He said he loved. He said he wanted to move there.
0: Matt Doherty's an Arsenal fan, and he played for us.
1: And then Chelsea hijacked it. Of course they did. So there we sorry, go. I know
0: how you feel. We had William signed, still delivered, and they hijacked that. So I know how you feel.
1: Yeah, and then they shipped him off to us when he was shite.
0: Yeah, and then he somehow ended up at Chelsea, arch rivals. Funny old way football works. Um, as well, though, is probably the biggest transfer that you tried for and didn't get over the line. I think seventy million is ridiculous for him at the moment. Either way. Yeah. But it's a bit awkward now because he obviously put out on social media, like, thanks, Brighton, I want to take this opportunity to say thank you, I'm going to go to a big club. And now he sort of has to come back to training like, yeah, oh, sorry, didn't mean uh, it.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. fancy seeing you here. <laughs> no, well, at least he didn't say like, you know, I'm on to bigger and better things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just don't feel at home at Brighton anymore the yeah. fans never backed me oh no
1: <laughs> yeah didn't burn burn down the house on their way out no no he didn't do that he was he, he's, he's quite humble so uh, so yeah it's good
0: that would be a bit of a catastrophe do you have anything else you want to say before we we end a podcast that has been a long one but we've had quite a lot to talk about
1: <laughs> no absolutely no that's, uh, that's all from me
0: I'm just sat here frantically refreshing the Ren line up to see if uh, Spence is playing yet I want to see him I just like because I just know he's going to go and do really well
1: well yeah I mean it's always good to see a young player do well so hopefully hopefully oh i
0: it he's not in the squad
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's obviously because he's only just signed but there still we
1: go. There I was we still go. hoping
0: he might get some time um Joe Rodon's starting though really quickly final thing I have to mention Harry Winks out on loan at Sampdoria who I love for some reason is doing incredibly well. He's back from his ankle injury. And I mean, Sampdoria are crap. They are god-awful. Um, but he is the one bright spark in that team. And I just wish he didn't have ankles made of paper. Because I think he genuinely could have been our Mason Mount if his ankles weren't quite so injury-prone.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe That, that one night at the Bernabeu that he went and dropped the most insane performance ever, I genuinely thought, oh my God, we have something magic on our hands here. And then he got injured and he's never been the same since. Sad times, but anyway, that is it. I'm hoping I'm coming back and you are eating humble pie and Everton have just beaten you 1-0, 96 minute. No, we'll Alex Iwobi, as of all people, to rub it in.
1: No, it'll be fine. We'll be fine. we will be fine. I'll be gloating once again next week.
0: I really hope not. There has been one week this season that you've lost.
1: One (laughs) week. I'm sick of it. That is the best. That is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. There we go.
0: I remember exactly where I was when I sent you a message saying, you know, what do you think? Got an idea for a podcast.
1: Yeah. Do you want to do a podcast?
0: Yeah. I remember exactly where I was and it was really late at night and I remember it really well and I've never regretted anything more in my life.
1: No, I can imagine. I can imagine, but at least we've got our friendship out of it, Dan.
0: No, I could have sacrificed that.
1: Okay, thank you so much for
0: that. <laughs> I no. knew you enough before. It would have no, been. it's crazy. all right.
1: <laughs> Fuck you too. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I mean,
0: it's it's great for you, but if you if the shoe was on the other foot, you would not like it.
1: Yeah. No, I absolutely understand.
0: Um, we've got City that is that is just the game of the weekend on the late one on Sunday so we'll be back after it to review it we'll we'll look ahead we'll look at the new transfers how they've done blah de blah blah and yeah thank you for listening give us five stars it's been a while it won't be this long again no,
1: um, it will
0: not be and this Cambridge goes on his tour to England again
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> um, which is highly <laughs>
1: possible
0: <laughs> yeah, a, he's a world traveled man you were in Mayans the other day yeah Baltimore.
1: no I've been everywhere I've been everywhere well, name a well City I've been there so, uh, so yeah
0: Oxford, yep. Oh, it's risky. Actually,
1: they do a really, ni- they have a really nice Gregs in Oxford. Oxford. It's Isn't the best every Greggs really nice. No, it's the best Gregs I've had. Oh, what made it so good? It was just, it was just, it was, it was fresh. You know what I mean? It was fre- that was probably the wrong kind of motion to make about <laughs> it was fresh.
0: Is your sort of cupping? Yeah, something.
1: no, it wasn't that type of fresh. It was kind of, it was just nice. It was just oh. fresh fresh. But yeah, it was good. So I recommend Oxford Gregs. If you're there in Oxford, go to a Greg's. It's lovely.
0: Have you been to your, your
1: own city? Is Cambridge a city? It's Cambridge a town. I have never actually been to my own city yet. You've never been to Cambridge. I've never I've never been to my own city, but um I'm gonna organise a parade there when we win when we win the Premier League.
0: I think you should go go to Starbucks and get a coffee and watch their reaction yeah. when they ask what your name is. Yeah, that
1: would be good actually. I might they will think you're
0: taking the absolute yeah. mick out of them.
1: Sorry, what?
0: Yeah. Lovely if you're in your hometown now. What's your name? Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Go on. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. We will yeah. see you in a few days' time. Goodbye.